This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Terry. Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar. We're going to see some serious <laughs> With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. And look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Hello, everybody. Saturday, October 27, 2012. Happy Halloween, everybody. We are live here right now at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. Chuck Morrison, Mr. Jonathan, and we're back in Nashua in the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge in this week. Brett Bowersox from Frank Herrera's Biography Cigar. A new cigar we have never tried before joins us. And also Wendy Rex, the national sales manager for Bugatti, Lotus, Porsche, Vertigo, and Black Label Lighters. Lots of great lighters. Yeah, uh, some high-end tr- stuff there. High-end stuff. We're going to try those things out right away on our first cigar. And two new cigars to try, along with one of them being a Halloween-type cigar. So, uh, so it's candy. It's not the candy bar. It's a different one. Oh, I thought maybe we were doing a repeat show. No repeat. Which wouldn't make sense because I'm here. I That's would right. know that this is not a repeat. You would know that. Okay. This is live. So, so uh, hello to our listeners out there. Well, you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and the world that is always broadcast, not broadcasted, but broadcast on location and is the only radio show that not only allows smoking, but we insist you should be smoking while you're listening. doesn't matter to me if you're in the car. You, you know what? In your house. You should just light up in your house regardless of what your well, wife if says. You, if you own a house, if you have if a you house. you have a house. Most people say, I have a house, <laughs> and then they say, but I can't smoke in it, therefore they wouldn't have a house. Maybe their wife has a house. Maybe. They should get a house. Uh, you can always tune in at thecigarauthority.com and watch us live or catch the podcast at any time. It's on demand right at thecigarauthority.com. Uh, you can find us also on iTunes, where you can set it and forget it. And we are number one. And we happen to also be number you gotta one. you got to get that. And we're bragging. On iTunes. And we're bragging. We're number one. We are number one. Yeah, we, we are. We just At the iTunes broadcast. We Correct. are not number one on the other things, though. On the radio, we are not number one. On uh, the video, we are not number one yet. We just crossed yet. over, uh, just barely crossed over the 5,000 listener mark live. Wow. At the live point, given all the radio stations sitting down with one of the station managers and taught me how to figure out the matrix, 5,000 people listening That's live. That's big on a niche thing that we have. It I certainly mean, premium is. Premium cigars. It's pretty big on a niche. And not all of, li- of our listeners even smoke cigars. How, how odd is that? You're a dry cleaner, for example. That's right. Shout out to Dry Cleaner Bob. <laughs> I don't know if that's your name, Bob, but it is now. Listens to the show, does not smoke cigars, ever. <laughs> and his name's not Bob. I don't even know what his name is, I'm ashamed to say. But he can uh, press a, a mean shirt. That's can for he? Sure. So we have a new cigar we've never tried before. Um, we've had uh, brands uh, that we've carried uh, by this man. We've had this man on the radio show twice. And this is the reason we're doing this around Halloween time, because <laughs> Frank Herrera is one scary mofo to have on the radio. 
on account of his mouth. Yeah, he's got a trash mouth, and uh, so do I, but I, I can manage it, and he says he can manage it too, but uh, we'll bring his national sales rep, his, his um, New England sales rep on instead. Because we'll we, save, can we'll save five grand. we can hopefully trust <laughs> Brett, and we'd like to save the money. There we go. <laughs> So uh, I'm going to use the uh, Lotus. What a cool-looking Lotus. Uh, it opens like um, a little bit like that Zyka one. It opens in a, a V form as it does it, but it's different. The center pod actually stays, stays complete, and um, it's beautiful. It's a fiber. What do you call that fiber? fiber. Carbon fiber. Carbon fiber-looking uh, center, yet the other pup is, is brushed. Uh, very nice. Gray with uh, two-tone gray. And then when you close it, it all encapsulates itself and gets like, uh, it looks like a Transformers kind of. Transforms itself it back does. into. Uh, it goes from a, paperweight to cigar cutter. Now that is the. Two lo- seconds flat. That is the uh, Black Label Lotus Cutter. Now this is the Black Label Lotus Lighter that uh, is like a bar of gold, wouldn't you say? I would say it looks like a Kit Kat bar. Since we're going oh. with the Halloween theme, just throwing out a little candy it, in it's, at the, you. it's the mini Kit Kat, the, yes. one, the one you get from the cheap uh, people in your neighborhood. They'll only give you the, the little one, <laughs> as opposed to if you come to my house, you get the full well, size. Well, first year I did Halloween, we did full-size candy bars, but uh, the kids are afraid to come in my, heart, my yard. Well, I don't blame you. You have the guns and all that stuff you got going on, the man, also, manly ways. I also have a giant do. dog. It's 2.8 pounds. I didn't even know you have a dog. What do you have? It's a Yorkshire Terrier. It's my wife's dog, really. You've always had it? Um, was it six snow? years? Oh, it isn't even know. I didn't even yeah. know. We don't talk about dogs. I have a dog. You do? You do. Yeah. Dean Martin. Dean Martin. Oh, nice. Yeah, Chocolate Lab. Nice. I don't know how the so, Chocolate Lab ties in with Dean Martin at all. No, Maybe you if you named him Sammy Davis Jr. Would I fit. wanted to, but uh, I thought it would be wife, racist. The wife like Dino, and I said I'll go with Dino if it's Dean Martin. Okay. So we go to Dean Martin. Do you have a nickname for him? Do you call him Dean Martin, or does he Deanie Dean? Dean Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think Dean Martin was ever called Dean. It was just Dean Martin all the time. Right? <laughs> His own mom called him Dean Martin. He's awesome though. Chocolate Lab, love him. My best friend. He's awesome. Okay, so I'm firing up Frank Herrera. Uh, what is the the brand we could never pronounce of uh, Frank's brand? That La LCD LS. Oh, La, La Corridor del, 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 del Cobre. 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 Close enough. That's we'll have reason. to have him on and help us out. No. No, <laughs> we're, not having, we're not having Frank on ever. But that would be, the, that would be one of the reasons why um, that one didn't work. I thought it was a great cigar. Yeah. This is a whole them. different cigar maker, though. Uh, this is Abe Flores uh, that makes this cigar out of the Dominican Republic, which, by the way, I will, be, I will probably bump into Abe Flores tomorrow, actually. Because today's Tuesday? Today is Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. Yeah. We're taping, we're taping this show because I'm leaving Wednesday morning for the Dominican Republic, and I am flying home sometime on Saturday. Uh, as I hear, there is a tropical storm slash hurricane happening tomorrow through Saturday. Really? <laughs> so I'll have some good stories, uh, hopefully. If you I'll have it, some good if stories. If you make it back. If I make yeah. it back. Hopefully I'll have some good stories anyway. Uh, but... Um, that's what, in Dominican is where uh, Abe Flores's um, factory is down there. Abe Flores is also a, uh, a local here. Uh, went to college uh, right there in um, Methuen. Why are you pointing at me when you say Methuen? I have nothing Merrimack? whatsoever in my Merrimack history. Club. Didn't you about Methuen? 
Didn't you live there? I went to the Methuen Mall as a kid. I used well, to ride my go. moped there when I was go. 14. The Methuen Mall. To the, but you didn't know that. Where are you from? Where did you live? I lived in Haverhill, Mass. Oh, next to Methuen. Oh, I was out of my yeah, mind. Come See, on. I was crazy. <laughs> it, was, I, it was California that you lived, and you weren't the next city over yeah. on the border. So I don't are know you why. from Boston? No, I'm from Cambridge. You know, it's like. Yeah, you're from Boston. Wait, Cambridge and Boston are neighbors? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. So you're from Methuen. That's why now, I pointed at you because you were. Interesting that Frank Herrera is of Cuban descent. Yes. And he calls his cigar an English name. His name? Biography. Oh. There's an English. Biography is English. So it would be Biografio. El de Biografio <laughs> if he wanted to you gotta go say with. It, you got to say it louder. Yeah. yeah. El de Biografio. Biography. What's the background on the cigar? Is it, is it new? It's brand new. Yeah. And um, Brett will come, also, come and tell us uh, everything. What I know about it is the outside wrapper on it is Brazilian Arapiaca, which I happen to love. And a very low-yielding wrapper at that. Very it's flavorful. Right it's so expensive because it yields so low, and it's very expensive. But the cigar is not all that expensive. The cigar ranges in the $6 range, totally in the $6. And I'm just getting lit up right now. A lot of smoke. But I'm just getting lit up right now, and uh, tastes nice to me. Yeah. Mm. Um, so anyway, we'll have we'll have Brett on in the next segment when we come back from break, and he'll. I'm tell a little us. disturbed right now, though, because I'm not tasting any string beans or almondine or. Because you did on on. No, I got well. I got. I'm nervous that I won't be able to come up with a flavor. What if I'm? What if my golden goose has been killed? Never. And I got nothing. Never. Never. We did the event over the weekend, and I smoked so many cigars. What if I burn myself out? Oh, last weekend. Oh, my. Oh, With those guys shock. from um, Byron. Byron, Adaby, and Bandolero. Chain smoking. 15, awesome cigars. Stephen cigars. And, uh, every day. A day. Yeah. Till 2 in the morning, every day. Really? And no, Four days in a row. No cheap dates either. I mean, we're talking ranging from 20 to $30 per stick. Chain smoking. It's the way to go, but... $300 worth of cigars every day. I woke up in the morning and I coughed and I could smell smoke. (laughs) Smoke came out. I'm not even joking. I mean, it was like uh, uh, almost to the point of... My wife gave me a hug, hello, and she said, "I I don't ever mind when you smell like smoke, but I think that it's getting worse. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, there's actually a cloud going around you, like... Looking over me, I was bending the the light like like, nice. you like know, the guy radiating Charlie Brown the, with the dirt all around. Yeah, him. It was, yeah. There's a smoke cloud. Falling. I mean, I almost couldn't <laughs> stand myself. It was that smoky. Did you guys take a day off from what? From smoking? No. What's wrong no. with you? It, it is the law. This is what we. Yeah, have to this do. is. It is the cigar law. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> By the way, Frank Herrera, that is what he is. Cigar he is law. He's a lawyer. Law. Yep. And he owns cigar law. And um, I've hired him before when we had a trademark issue or something, and he ended up handling that. And he's great to have on because he knows the inside and outside of what's going on there and who's suing who. And sometimes he can talk about it and sometimes he can't, though. That's the problem. Sometimes he doesn't swear and most times he does. So. But he says he's getting better, and we'll, we'll have him on. We'll give him another chance. I want to see the paperwork chomp. from the therapy that has been mandated by the Cigar Authority yeah. that he takes for his anger management. What we should do is have him on when we're recording. That way, in post-production, we can we bleep can out. It. Bleep it. But we could tell him to go nuts, man. Be yourself. Swear away. But we, we couldn't do that, right? We could do it if we record. Like, oh. say we were doing it now? Yeah, if you were to drop an S-bomb, um, 
I could. But how could you get somebody on the phone right Beep. now? See, I just did it right there. How could, how could you get somebody on the phone? You can't do that. Oh, that's I, the I, issue. Oh, I'm talking about having him in studio. Oh, oh, have him live in studio. Yeah, he, he, fly he, said, from Miami. he said he was going to do that one of these days, and he's never come up. And now that uh, it's starting to cool down around here, you can't expect any of these Cuban Americans no. living in Miami to come up here. We're all done, I would say, till yeah. May. 70 degrees, they all get sweaters on. It's like it's 70 crazy. degrees out today. Yeah. Not bad. It's not bad for a Saturday. <laughs> Wink, 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 nudge, nudge. <laughs> so this week I was, uh, I went to, um, I'm going to say it. I went to Whole Foods Market because I'm that irritated. I stood at the counter because they have a new burrito counter where you can go up and you can pick the ingredients in your burrito. So I walk up and I'm not interrupting anybody yet. You know, I want to pick it out, all the stuff. There must have been 50 different toppings, multiple flavors. It, really, I'm into burritos, so I, you know, I like to be able to kind of sample different things and really do a hodgepodge burrito so i get myself all juiced and jazzed up and then i pick the burrito that i want and i look up and every single employee behind the counter is pretending they don't notice me so i tap my fingers on the counter i'm dropping stuff i'm kicking the counter whatever it is you're waiting for crickets right yeah there's no crickets because he he can't get to his phone fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris. Come going, on. Because this is going nowhere. Because you, you, you overpay and you go to Whole Foods and you buy stuff because it's really better than a, a regular tomato. And Actually, food. honestly, truly, I only went to Whole Foods because on my way to my gig, there's a Whole Foods on the left. It just happens to be on the way. There's no other supermarkets. Because you wouldn't be that. I'm not that to, dumb. Okay. They do have one energy drink that I like that is made with tea instead of all the caffeinated crap so i do like that a, one tea as opposed to caffeinated things caffeinated is more than regular huh. tea is more caffeinated than yeah but coffee. the energy drinks they add caffeine in extra okay. so this is just regular tea but whatever oh you naive man but okay <laughs> okay uh okay biggest election 10 days from now as they're listening to the radio right now it's 10 days from now and they say we still have undecided voters which would be ridiculous. I mean, if you're undecided, just don't even vote. If you haven't heard enough, if these guys aren't separated enough from them, you can't pick a side. Pick a side or don't vote at this point. Uh, I think everybody's determined what they're going to do. What do you think is going to happen? Not what you want. Not, not what you want, what you think is going to happen. How's it going to end? What I honestly think is going on, and they should be ashamed of themselves. And I'll bet you a cigar on this. Okay. I think that the media is so biased liberally they're lying and they are skewing the results of every single poll so that obama looks like he's just behind tied and sometimes just ahead and the reality is romney's going to pull this thing away like gangbusters so you got romney as a win i got romney how as about a you win. chuck i i i'm gonna go romney i think it's gonna be close it's not gonna be a landslide and i have a landslide for romney landslide landslide because i believe that here's how I look at it. People who have uh, voted for Obama last time, any, well, first, any, anybody who voted Republican last time, you can't imagine any of them going to Democrat this time, right? So you've got to give them all of the votes they had before, sure. every single one of them. Mm. Now you get the people that voted for Obama last time. You've got to imagine some of them feel like they didn't make the right choice and they're going to go the other way. Got to give them that. So some of them. 
you put them on the Romney side, and then they had a big, big turnout because it was hope and change, and everybody, this is the first time this is going to happen, this type of thing, and you got a black man in office. Some of those people aren't even going to vote at all. We have a landslide. I like his logic. Logically, it's a landslide. My wife changed her vote. She was all in for hope and change. And they say women, uh, more women are going to vote for Obama than ever because they don't like Romney for some reason. Because he's handsome? I don't know. Because they can't get him? I don't know. Because he's rich and handsome and whatever, tall and dark and handsome or whatever he is. I don't know. But that's what, that's what they're saying anyway. Really? But, so we can't have a bet here because we all think, not what we wish will happen, right. but right. we all are betting on... Well, we all wish it happens too. Well, but make no mistake. Can the Cigar Authority actually endorse? Sure. Someone? Okay. The Cigar Authority has endorsed... Mitt Romney. By, by a unanimous decision, yeah, Mitt absolutely. Romney. We have endorsed someone. Terrific. <laughs> like we've lo- and we've lost half our listenership right now. <laughs> That's Liberal you, jerks. Because that, that's what you have to... Uh, that's the last thing you can remember hearing from me. Um, cigar for Warriors. I know you just sent the box out. Mm, I uh, did. This what is cigar, Cigarsforwarriors.net. What an incredible outpouring of support. Uh, as soon as people found out that we were collecting cigars, they would uh, go home and then come back and bring cigars. Well, tell, tell our listeners that aren't familiar what the cause is. The cause is uh, that uh, all warriors... For, the, for our country. Anyone, U.S. military. Anyone in the U.S. military men and, men fighting and women. Uh, overseas. Um, they really lack the comforts of home over there. So one of the ways to give somebody some of the comforts of home is to send them cigars so that they have something that they could have got here. And they really don't have very many cigars where they are. I mean, they're in the middle of the desert. It's not like there's a corner store, you know, every camel, and they can just pull up to a sand dune and order cigars. They can't. So uh, someone... Humidors. You know, yeah, it doesn't matter. not happen. a humidor. And, yeah, go ahead. So uh, we were approached by Matt. Yes, I believe. His name is Matt. So, and, and he, he's it's got to be up. Matt if you work for them, remember? Yes, everybody's a Matt. Every, everybody's there. Matt there. Oh, is it? They have yeah. three guys. They're all named Matt. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. So uh, Matt asked if he could come on the show and talk about it, and he talked about it. And so Two Guys Smoke Shop, as a company, got behind it, and we said, you know what? We're going to put out some ammo boxes and see if we can't fill up some ammo boxes with cigars. Well, one ammo box turns into two, turns into three. I mean, people were buying cigars by the box, by the bundle, any sort of pack. It was just the, those candy bars were a huge hit because a lot of the cigar uh, bars. The c- candy bars. I'm sorry, the, the cigar bars. A lot of the uh, troops, when they go out, they go out in groups of three for their little mini missions. And so perfect. The, the thought was the cigar bar would be perfect to be able to give because you're giving it to the little mini battalion or whatever it's called, and they go out. So uh, we ended up with. Easily a thousand cigars, and, and then I two guys it. matched it. So a couple thousand cigars. So we sent it out, and I'm telling you, that's how, how long? Ten days? Not even. I think we had we had them out um, Sunday to Sunday. So uh, by the time we got it to every store, people are awesome people, man. They yeah. care. They they're giving caring people. It was just there. There was no pressure put on. If you want to add a cigar to it, and a guy comes to the register and doesn't says, "Hold on a second, walks in, gets another box of cigars, gets it, drops the box right inside the thing. Awesome. You know, I'm like, wow. We have a Stogie Points program at Two Guys, and someone used their Stogie Points and cashed them in for their cigars. Nice. And then donated those cigars. Awesome. Really cool. Really so, cool. Very, very nice. So if you guys want to participate, if there's other cigar stores listening, uh, this is a good thing to do, you know. And uh, go to cigarsforwarriors.net. 
all the information's there. Talk to Matt. Everybody that works there is called Matt. Ask for Matt. Yeah, just ask for Matt and uh, or write to Matt and say, uh, what exactly do we have to do? That's as easy as it was for us. We just uh, put some ammo boxes on there, and it looked like a little display and wrote a little something on it, and ba-boom. Cigars for Warriors, F-O-R. Cigars for Cigars, plural, cigars4warriors.net. We were getting the hand sign there. I thought she meant there were four mats. I thought it was four minutes left before the break yeah. or something. <laughs> and I'm saying, how does she know this? Yes. It's unbelievable. She knows everything about the lighters and cutters and that we have four minutes left right. before the break. Right. You wish. Awesome. We still have 15 minutes left. No, no, no. way we, we have, have four, four minutes. We have about four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> how do they do it? Well, I don't know how. Adam at the, uh, at the Seabrook store actually made it his mission on Sunday – because Sunday was the last day that we did it. We were sending well, them out Well, you guys Monday. didn't even put the ammo box. You put, what do they call it, a footlocker. Yeah, it was crazy. Nice. So they put a whole footlocker out there. And let me tell you, it was overfilled. We and, had a full footlocker going into Sunday. And Adam made it his mission to double the cigars in there. So every single person that came in, he told them about our mission in Seabrook and stepped it up big time. So those warriors owe Adam a, a I, I gratitude. I figured we're going to send a big box of cigars to the Warriors, that's what we'll end up doing. Well, it was two big boxes. It was a lot. It was it a was. lot of cigars. Thousands of, bo- thousands of cigars. Good. It's the least we can do. Yeah. The least we can do for them. And we, we heard from uh, some of the military guys that say, you know, nothing like it after a rough day or something. And then, you know, a, a cigar for a half hour, 45 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Makes their day. Well, how, how, you know. In some of the cases, it makes their week. I mean, they're out there. They're just dealing with each other all the time. They don't have any of the comforts of home. A lot, in a lot of cases, there aren't even girls on the thing. You know, you end up with a whole platoon of just boys. And, you know, it's just Richard and fart jokes all day long. I mean, I <laughs> Is would that imagine what happens out there? That it gets. <laughs> Is that what happens? That it, it gets taxing. All right. All right. Let's go to break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to bring Bet, B- Brett. Bauer socks on, and he'll talk about and tell us the information on this Frank Herrera while Mr. Jonathan tries to figure out exactly uh, what are the taste profiles on this. New England sales rep, Brett Bowersock, uh coming up in just minutes. Stick around, everybody. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is Viral from TravelingStogie.com, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. All right, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details, I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine Cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. 
Mr. Junk, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the Hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. That's my friend. Actually, I got an email from him yesterday. Really? Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. How, how cool is that? I have a flavor for him. I would like white pepper milkshake ice cream. I want 300 pints of it because I got an event idea. Just throwing that out there. Jerry showed up at our uh, 27th anniversary cigar dinner as a customer, as a consumer, and you know I just wanted to go, and he's wanted to meet the cigar celebrities, and uh, they wanted to meet him. This is the guy that made Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Coolest thing there is. Now, speaking of making things, now, you decided with your life that you wanted to be a guy who's on the road. This is Brett Bowersock Sleep. from uh, Very little. Frank Frank Rose, here, gentlemen. And uh, rep some products. So what made you decide that that was the direction you wanted to go with your life? Well, I uh, got out of college 
think it's about four years ago now. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. what a waste. Not that and, uh, you got out. I'm glad you got out, <laughs> but that you went. That's what I'm sorry about. Well, I think we all know uh, the story of uh, people coming out of college these days. Uh, not a whole heck of a lot what of What did you go for? Uh, business administration. So I actually right. have a bachelor's in business administration. Got out of college. Uh, didn't really have a whole lot of uses for it, unfortunately. And uh, Neither did Freddie. He's selling cigars. So. <laughs> Me and Freddie in the same boat. <laughs> Which school did you go to? SUNY Morrisville. It's a state school in New York. Okay. Out in the middle of nowhere. Most people uh, haven't heard of this Never one. heard of it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, really out in the middle of nowhere. Go but, uh, SUNY. Yeah, 45 minutes southeast of Syracuse. So, ah. uh, oh, yeah. Definitely out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, likes, personally, you like cigars? Yeah, uh, I've been smoking cigars for about five years now. And basically, the whole reason I got into it is because I was saying before, you know, there's really nothing else to do. I mean, yeah, you know, I was making all right money, but it's like... Plus, hey. once you tip the cow over, I mean, it's already down. It's not like you can tip him over again. He knows you're coming. <laughs> is that what they do out there, the cow tipping? We tried it a couple yeah, times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say how it went, but we tried yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> it's not as easy as they make it seem. No, it's I, definitely not that easy. You've got to put your shoulder into it, they tell me. I don't yeah, know. that doesn't even work. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle so, wakes up and just pees on your foot. So, but <laughs> but what you did was um, you did not go to work for a for a cigar company and apply for a job. You created your own business. Yes. So this was a business administration. You are a self-employed person yep. that created your own business out of nothing, and you called up a um, who was the first manufacturer. Uh, actually, the first manufacturer I spoke with was uh, actually Clint Aaron from Two Sixty Two Cigars, who okay. was on here a couple months back. Sure, and. Uh, Basically, you know, they were a really young company themselves. Clinton himself is only, I think, 29, 30 years old. So I was like, hey, you know, if you need some help up here, glad to give it a shot. We just, uh, from there, we ran with it. Unbelievable. So it's, it's on your own dime, your own gas, your own insurance, your own automobile. Uh, it's all your own stuff. And you go around from store to store, and you say you want to put our cigar and give us a shot. And from there, now you go into the stores anyway, so that's page one. You get another manufacturer, and you say, I'm out there anyway. I can show, showcase your cigars, too. Yeah, absolutely. And then comes Frank Herrera, and uh, he comes to you, and, or you come to him and say, yep. has it gone the other way yet that people are actually looking for you? Yes, uh, actually it has to an extent. Um, I'm not going to mention any names, okay. but uh, yep, quite a few brands uh, actually have come forth to me. Now. And okay. you said, no, I'm not repping that piece of crap. Let's get it out of my office. <laughs> no comment. Which no. is your car. But you, t- but you haven't taken it. my car. <laughs> you haven't taken anybody, everybody that's come, come to you. You, you no. handpick who you want. And Absolutely. You're building your own little company. Uh, and that's it. And you make uh, uh, relationships with us, with cigar store owners, with, with uh, buyers, and uh, they get to know you personally, and we take a brand on because not necessarily we know the brand or anything because we probably don't at that point because we know you. Yes. So now you have your own company. Yeah, absolutely. It's very relationship-based, that's for sure. I mean, great product only goes so far these days. There's so many great cigars out there that that's right. you really need to do something to – you know, I would stand th- out. I would think Frank would be a scary guy to work for. One, because of his temper. You bring up Fidel Castro anywhere near him, and he loses it. <laughs> yeah. Completely he loses it. He hates but the man. He hates the man. There was rumors all last week that Castro had died. Oh, Frank's got to be really happy right now, I yeah, imagine. Yeah, throwing party after party, you know, <laughs> sending himself bankrupt because every day there's a new rumor, and he throws a party. Um, so, But he must be scary because he's a lawyer. I mean, he's, he could get you on uh, some sort of uh, thing on a contract. You got to sign things in triplicate all the time. Yeah, actually, uh, me and Frank to get the ball rolling. There was nothing more than a handshake. How about that? That's it. Wow. From a lawyer. My From goodness. a lawyer. 
From a trademark lawyer. Trademark lawyer. <laughs> so it's different than the that's, other kind yeah, of lawyers. Yeah, it's not that scary. Other kind. It's not that scary. I, I hate most lawyers, but trademark lawyers are cool. It's does just, he? Does he ever just while you say when you say something, does he ever just say, "I object"? Not yet. I'd imagine it's probably coming at some point. I though. would imagine. <laughs> so he called this uh, Frank Herrera biography. Yes. Why is that? The reason he called it bi- uh, biography is the name you're trying to pronounce before. I can't even. Pronounce it correctly, I don't believe. La Caridad del Cabre, I believe, is how you pronounce Sounds it. Sounds way better than that version. Yeah, uh, basically the reason this one is called Biography is because he said that old name was just too hard to pronounce. Absolutely. So very simple name, make it easy for everybody to pronounce, make it easy to remember, and uh, just run with it. It's probably why the swearing was happening because we kept mispronouncing it through, during the interview <laughs> while we were looking at the brand and we still couldn't do it. So We couldn't read it. But it's not like he, there's a biography of him or anything like that. Um, and the cigar is a Dominican cigar. We were mentioning uh, during the break the amount of smoke that comes out of this. It's a oh, yeah. smoky, smoky cigar. Yeah, extremely smoky. Definitely one of the smokiest cigars I've You won't even ever. smoke this one actually in your car unless, uh, what, the windows are completely wide open? Yeah, it's got to be 75 and sunny. Otherwise, I'm not smoking <laughs> this one in There's the car. There's a lot of smoke pouring off now, this. Now, <laughs> as, a, as a rep for so many different things, how many different brands are you representing? If you... I, I lost count. Really? That many? <laughs> I think... Uh, it's somewhere between 8 and 10. I could do a quick count. All right. Yeah. Somewhere up there. So what, what, what is it like? I mean, you must be driving a giant SUV. What, what is it like carrying around that much sample product for people to be able to try? Well, it's definitely interesting. I mean, when you have that much product to sample to new shops, people like you two, you know, it's obviously I can't just come in, you know, with this massive portfolio and, you know, 40 samples and be like, Hey, let's sit down and smoke all these in the next two hours. So, and so you guys you d- just can buy it. You decide based <laughs> on the area. You you, you say uh, you know what this would probably use use your um, taste buds to kind of decide. I think this will work for them. So this is what I'm going to try to push on the store to, because you yeah. you want success, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, basically the way I do it, exactly like you're saying. You know, I pick one of my brands I really think will work for that particular environment, and we start with that brand, and from there. We just let it grow slowly, organically. You know, we're not out there jamming anything down anybody's throat. You know, I want people buying the cigars because they truly appreciate them, truly enjoy them. I don't want them buying them because, you know, I'm chasing them around the shop being like, you know, try this, try this, buy it. I know you you won't (laughs) like it, but buy it anyway. Yeah, there's none of that. Yeah, exactly. Do you, you, uh, when when you go into a new shop that you don't have a product in, do you find yourself walking around first to see what they've got for shelf space, uh, what their displays look like to, to, to get a feel for how the, the brands or the, the box packaging will fit in on the shelf, or do you just walk directly in and say, hi, it's Brett? Well, I've definitely uh, done both. The one thing I will say regarding real estate, I know it's a big issue for you guys. Sure. You know, got the massive walk-in right behind us, one of the biggest I've ever seen. But, I mean, really to me, if there's a lack of real estate, even to the cigar, I mean, if you guys truly want it, you're going to make some space for it. You're going to find some room for it. So even though if I can walk into a store and there's no room on the shelves, I know if it's something you guys really want, you're going to make some room for it. No, making, so. making room means something's got to go. And this is, <laughs> this is our, half our problem, and we, uh, we gear up starting about now because um, by December 31st, we've decided on what we're going to get rid of. And um, we started a little early now, and this week we said, you know what, this one hasn't been doing it. Uh, let's stop making room, which means okay. we got a chance to get rid of that from now till the end of the year of that brand. And not that that brand is bad at all because everything, everything is good. Everything in the store is really good. Yeah. But uh, for some reason or another, it's not selling well, and the only way to get it off the shelf is actually to sell it. Um, yes. So it, it's, a, it's a tough it's a situation. It's a double-edged sword. 
Yeah, it's a tough situation that goes on. And uh, as soon as you go into a store you've never been in before, they don't even know you. There isn't a relationship. That's got to be the toughest part of all is to break in. Oh, yeah, especially uh, since, you know, I started doing this, I hadn't worked in any shops or anything like that. I mean, nobody knew me. I was from upstate New York and not in an area where there was a lot of cigar shops either. Right. So, I mean, nobody well, had any idea who I was. So. New York's not very friendly to cigar shops anyways. No, not very friendly, that's for sure. But it's actually... Despite the uh, very high taxes, uh, I'm really happy to say that a lot of the shops have survived. Yeah, that's great. Which is, Thank that's God. great to hear. Yeah, the, well, certainly the good ones and the ones that weren't, maybe it was time for them to go anyway, but uh, they certainly don't need the help from their only local government to actually put them out of business, which is exactly what's been going on anyway. But what's your territory now? I cover all New York State and all New England. So pretty massive, all the way. All New York State, including, yep. including Manhattan. Yeah. Out to Buffalo, down to Manhattan, up to Bangor. Well, if, if I can recommend that you get – do you have an iPhone? Uh, no, actually, I got an Android. Why would I need an iPhone I'm sorry for? to hear that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's got the better of the two. He does not. Uh, well, I'm sure you have an iPod or an iPad or whatever, but you get the Cigar Authority. He's got two eyes. To set it and forget it with the iTunes account. And then you've got plenty of great listening material. All around uh, your territory. I have to admit, I've been on a few drives where I have listened to uh, <laughs> old episodes. It has happened. Wow, you're that bored, huh? <laughs> There's no nothing thing. going on on this drive. <laughs> How many times do you guys want me to say no comment in this segment? <laughs> right. <laughs> nice. So now, one, of the, one of the most famous accounts that you have uh, as far as people is uh, Louis Tiant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. El Tiante. Especially up here in New England. Everybody knows Louie. Everybody loves Louie. Sure. El Tiante cigars. They just sell themselves. I love it. I had a guy <laughs> buy, in Seabrook on Sunday buy a box of El Tiant, uh, El Tiant um, just because Louis Tiant was his favorite baseball player. Yep. He, he actually admitted to me he's not going to smoke them. Oh, wow. He's going to hold them. And when he sees Louis Tiant, he's going to have him sign them. And he's going to hold on to them in his humidor probably forever. He doesn't buy a, smoke them. I'll sell him an extra box from the smoke because, you know what? They're actually it's a, pretty good. It's a damn good cigar yeah. now. Very good. They've gone through <laughs> things over the years, and I'll yes. say it because Louie's not here, but some of them were god-awful, and uh, now they got it going on. It's a good cigar. Yeah, let's not pull any punches. Those old ones were bad. Yeah, yeah. They were. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got it going on now. Is that a determination of you taking a brand of actually you need to like it yourself first? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely have to smoke the product to really enjoy it. I like to think of it as if, you know, I was a manager in a store. If I owned my own store, is this a product that I would purchase, put on my shelves, and actually push to my customers? Okay. And if I believe in that, then off to the races and we go. And you go. And, and you're constantly looking for new things. Oh, yeah. If they're the right things. Yeah, Only absolutely. Only if they're the right things. Do you, uh, how many uh, cigars in your portfolio do you have that are uh, on the lighter side? Because I notice you tend to be someone who smokes the beefier stuff. Yeah, actually, I do not have a lot of mild cigars. Um, really, it's, uh, I'd say it's more of a testament to the boutique and to mm. the industry. Um, That's right. There's not a ton of mild boutique <clears throat> cigars. There's a good amount, but I'd say the medium to full and full category boutique cigars, it's probably two or three to one compared to mild. It's funny how they do that. When the masses are on the mild cigars, the boutique guys all are jammed into the full, full-bodied full section, with the, which is the smallest section. Let's say it's 15 20% of the people that will smoke that thing. <clears throat> all the boutique guys are there. And one of the thought processes is that the people that make mass productions of cigars cannot make a full-bodied cigar in mass production. They can't do it. So that's an open spot for them to do it. And we know, <clears throat> I'll give you, for instance, Diablo. Remember Diablo from, from General Cigar? I actually do remember Diablo, yes. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> worst 
production cigar ever. And, I, and you knew it coming out when it came out. And it had the chili pepper on it, and it was a black box, and it was a dark cigar. And they promoted it as the, as the fullest-bodied cigar. Get ready. This one's going to knock you out. Here it is. I tried the sample of it, and I smoked it, and it wasn't full-bodied at all. We took it on anyway. They were putting a lot of money behind it. They were promoting the hell out of it. They were going to do lots of things to get it, get it going. Um, they did promotions to the reps to help get the thing up there. They did everything they possibly could. The cigar came out. The full-bodied smoker was attracted to it, walked over, bought a single cigar, and said, where's the beef? There's nothing here. There's no strength. The There's guys, no gold, Jerry. The guys that liked a cigar in that kind of taste profile would never even try it. And I said, listen, it's right up your alley. You're going to like this cigar knowing, I smoked it myself, this guy's going to love this type of cigar. He goes, no way, I'm not even going to try it. It's too full-bodied. And I said, it's not. I know it says it there, but it's going to be perfect. No way, because they, they made it look like it was so strong. So no interest from the guy that would actually like that because they actually misgraded it. And it, it was in and out. In one year, the cigar was launched, tons of money was thrown at it, and it was discontinued. It was completely the biggest flop ever. Yeah, it's unfortunate. They can't do it. Marketing is powerful. Yeah. Especially when you put that much money into it, that's for sure. You can make uh, very complex cigars in small batches, but you cannot make very complex cigars for the masses. It can't be done. That's it. You can make lots of McDonald's hamburgers, uh, and they'll all be what they are, which is a crappy hamburger, but it sells billions of them. Nine billion, I think. They sell a lot of them, but you can't make it so that, um, you know, you couldn't make whole millions and millions of this Frank Herrera biography. You couldn't do it. Which is no, absolutely not. Very interesting that uh, Pete Johnson is an example with Tatuaje. He puts Tatuaje on a lot of different small batch cigars. Yeah. So he has the appearance of being like he does millions and millions of cigars. But really, it is millions and millions, but it, it's split up into yeah. many, a, few many, here, a few thousand here, a few thousand here, a few thousand here. It's difficult to even keep track of the number of boutique type cigars that he's putting out. You mentioned your 262 out there. It's the same deal. I mean, they came out with different 262s because if they were all the same ones, I don't think that it would be as complex and lots of things going on. Yeah, 262 is actually one of my brands that actually has a mild cigar, the Ideology. And even that one, Nicaraguan Rosado wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, Nicaraguan Dominican and Mexican filler, it starts off mild, but there's a good amount of spice, a lot of Lajero in the blend. Oh, a lot, a lot happens to that for sure, for sure. And in this one, we mentioned the only thing I could remember on this that you told me was the, the Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper on it, which is uh, my favorite, low yield. I knew he stopped listening once you got to there. What does that mean? <laughs> you were like, oh, I like that. And he kept talking, and you were thinking, Arapiaca, Arapiaca. I could see it on your face. <laughs> Not and at all. And he said the rest of the guts, and you couldn't tell me what they are if your life depended on it. I'm going to try. Okay. I know he said it, but I can't remember what it is. But Take a guess. The filler <laughs> is Dominican and Nicaragua. Yep, am I, you am I right? Yep, he's right. Okay. What else do you want from me? I got to get a, a, a binder. I gotta... Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Yeah, for those of you listening on the radio, David just took a pull on the cigar like he can taste binder underneath that dark wrapper. No way. I'm going with Dominican. You got it. Ring the bell. (laughs) One in three shot. So I got the whole entire blend, which I forgot, but I can taste. Okay. Brett, just for the record, whether he was listening or not, he could have pulled the blend out by taste without actually hearing you. So 
He is that good. He's pretending like he was listening. I saw the look on his face. I was, all, I was listening. It would be like if you said to him, we're going to make s'mores, and you put a fire on the thing. He would be staring at the fire until graham crackers and marshmallows and chocolate came out. <laughs> and no matter what, you could, you could say, Dave, you just won the lottery. Got nothing. In fairness to everybody that's listening, and we like to spill the beans <laughs> on ourselves, we like to be prepared for our radio program so we know what we're going to talk about and be really prepared for it. And we are so unprepared. We are not prepared at all. And today. we blame Mike Cusano for this. Why are we blaming Mike Cusano? Because we have to blame somebody. <laughs> 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 because today is really Tuesday for a Saturday show. We just did a show Saturday. We had these guys up here all week, have not till 2 o'clock in the morning every single day. And I have to go down to actually look at a coffee plantation and help him out with that, which I know nothing about. Really? I can't help him yeah, at all. There's no possible way you're going down to help him out. You guys are going to go down and ride his four-wheeler around the plantation and pick macadamia nuts or whatever. You, I can't imagine any work's going to get done at all. Sounds good. And so we've got to do a show unprepared. <laughs> so usually I blame thir- Mike Usano. Thursday is usually our prep for the show. Our prep today was 20 minutes here before the show started and said, what do you got? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and thank God. And you, thank you very much. And, oh, and Wendy, who came in, that said... Uh, yeah, we'll hear, we'll stick around, and I'm like, okay, we have... That's a sign of a true player right there. Absolutely. You just, just jump in. So you're elevated, unprepared. trying to help out. You're unprepared, too. <laughs> you so. elevated yourself to a whole new level because you said yes. And sometimes oh, thanks, the Johnson. best shows are the ones that we're unprepared for, but... Not this one, but some yes. of them. <laughs> some of them end oh, up being really good. <laughs> uh, oh, this one's going pretty good for being unprepared, I think. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> I, I had talked um, through Facebook with uh, Frank, and I said... Uh, I know he was at the trade show this year. I walked the trade show, the whole trade show. For some reason, I didn't see him. If he wasn't there, I didn't see the booth. I didn't see it. I didn't sample it. And uh, he says, okay, I'm going to send you some samples out. So we were figuring maybe next week we'll do the show with him. But you came in with the samples. I hadn't tried the cigar before. Nice, tasty cigar. A lot lot of flavor for a Dominican cigar, first off. But um, it's Nicaraguan that's in it. It's Arapiaca. There's a lot going on here. What are you tasting, Mr. Jonathan, on this? There's a... uh there's a spiciness to it, not, not spicy like. Um, imagine, I, imagine I, I have mine. Well, imagine black pepper, the flavor of black pepper, but without the spice of the black pepper. There's no heat from it, but the the darkness of the black pepper, what gives it that characteristic. That's what I'm. That's what I'm tasting. Little licorice. Little, I can see that. Little licorice, black licorice. Licorice, maybe there seems like almost a little bit of a, a raisin type flavor on the cold draw. Yeah, uh, I hate to admit it, but yeah, you got licorice. <laughs> There's a little bit of black peppery licoricey thing going on in there. Oh, I wanted so bad to say no, but you're right. When you're right, you're right. Just a touch. It's good, and it's building in intensity as it's as it's getting down, and I'm uh, getting pretty far down here. Good thing we're not smoking a powerhouse on the next round. So we have no idea. Did you smoke this next cigar? I actually smoked? have not smoked that yet. Oh, so get, I could not tell you. I'll give you one to, to uh, sit there and uh, listen in the show and join us, and maybe you'll have uh, something to throw in because uh, we have nothing. Yeah, I got nothing either. I appreciate that, though, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, what you came in today um, wearing a different hat today, actually, uh, to uh, come in with uh, the folks from Bugatti Lighters. And um, 
you are now repping, repping them. Is that your first and only accessory line? Yep, first and only accessory line will be the only one I'll be carrying, so all the chips are in that basket. Well, looking through all the ones I have never seen before, there's some very, very interesting stuff. And ranging, you had lighters in there as low as $10 up to hundreds of dollars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. $10 up to 150 Again, to our Porsche stuff, you know, $200 plus. So, I mean, really, the full range is covered. Everything has a warranty on it. So even our $10 lighter, one-year over-the-counter warranty, it stops working. You just come right in the store, swap it out for right, a $10 right with, lighter. Right with the store owner. Not, yep. You don't have to send it in or nope, do anything? you don't have to send it in. You walk right in the store, swap it out. Okay. And being a one-year warranty, they would, at that point, somehow have their receipt or something that said they had it for a year? How, how, how does that happen? That's magic. It's a secret. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you change them every year and they become different. I don't know. But uh, that's good. That's good. Good stuff, too. I mean, there's... Uh, High quality. There's no, there's no play in that cutter. It doesn't wobble no. side to side. It's big, too. It's, it's a big ring gauge, and it's a big um, big in the hand. There's nothing yeah. worse than... There are some cutters out there where you can tell right off the bat. You know, you're spending, let's say, $50 for a, for a cutter, and you can feel the play in the blades back and forth. Yes. And you go to cut. It cuts maybe 10 cigars, and then... It's useless, and the poor consumer going to bring that um, cutter back will say, you know, I have a hard time with the cutter, and then you take it, and you, it works. So there's nothing you can do about it. It's not like you can swap it out because it's, it works. There's nothing defective. It just was a poor design to begin with, but that one has no play in it. At, as a retailer, I'll tell you, we, we always say cigars have never been better now than ever. You know, there's not draw problems with cigars. They taste better than they are. They're cured, everything. But I'll tell you what, the accessory lines, lots of accessories are the worst ever. They're making some cheap stuff. I don't know out of China or what they're doing, but some of the accessory stuff, you use it a little bit and it's junk, you know. And uh, as a retailer, we don't want that. We want happy customers. You would think that yeah. we would want the turns on the product, but the reality is we want a happy customer. You want someone yeah. who can oh, yeah, effortlessly light their cigar and effortlessly cut their cigar every single time without having – the worst one is when, when your lighter fails on the first hole of the golf course. Now, whether you're playing 9 or 18 holes, you are an irritated customer for the rest of that game. It throws your golf game off, so it didn't just ruin your smoking experience. It ruins your day. And that guy comes in to return a lighter. With a look on his and face. It's and it's over. Like, yeah, he comes in not happy, and he got it from you, and you tweak it up, and you try to make it work for him. And, oh, here's another one, which, hey, it's guaranteed, but it's, the guy wants a product that works. That's it. And uh, you guys have been around for a while. It's a good reputation on it. Maybe it's uh, something for the folks to, to look at and not necessarily look at something that's maybe warranted longer, but maybe it's a better product to begin with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, before I started repping this product, all the Lotus stuff, I mean, I always used a Zycar cutter, always had one. Phenomenal cutter is a great product. And, uh, but the one thing that I never carried on me was a lighter because I'd gone through so many different lighters and all sorts of different companies. I'm yeah, like, yeah. So, I mean, just gone through so many different lighters that I just stopped carrying lighters. I just carried matches on me. This particular lighter, it's this lighter. This is your lighter. Yep. And he's come in my office before, and this is the lighter he uses, not yeah. like the lighter. This is his lighter. And it's the coolest thing, and everybody ends up saying something to you when you do it because the flame, do you see the flame? Under? Yeah. You notice? It's very different. What exactly has happened? It's like a fan? Yeah, I mean, the best way to describe it, the way a lot of people put it, it's almost like a paintbrush for the uh, foot of your cigar when you go to light it. 
So really, you know, how many times have you seen somebody take a triple flame or quadruple flame, put it right up to the foot of their cigar yeah, yeah, and yeah. just torch half the cigar? Right. <laughs> well, and, and this, this is uh, hopefully prevents that for the most part. You know, just lightly toast the foot, draw on it a little bit with that flame going, and... And th- that, is, that is a key. And even when you have a triple jet, I mean, if that's what you have, that's what you have. When you go to toast the foot, you really want to think of it as toasting a marshmallow. You don't stick the marshmallow in the hottest part of the flame and then get the thing all black. That's not toasting a marshmallow. That's no, burning a marshmallow. Not. You want to be gently waving that flame over the tip of the cigar and getting it happy, not burnt. I like you saying painted because that does look like the, the end of a paintbrush when, you, when you're stroking it on there. And paint the flame onto the uh, onto the end of the cigar. It's awesome. It's good yeah, stuff. That's a great one. Brett, Love it. Brett, thank you for joining us. And uh, do we do you have any new products that are coming out? Or new new brands? Or any scoop you have for us? Oh, just uh, for the most part, new products. Just uh, Frank Herrera's biography right now. But and some new uh, stuff coming soon. In the six dollar range, the cigar six and a quarter for the robusto, six seventy five for a six by sixty. There you go. So it's, it's a value brand out there, and uh, Frank's there in, in uh, Miami, and uh, he's uh, a nice guy. Uh, Great guy. And uh, we wish him all the luck in the world. Thank you for the sample of it. And uh, we're going to go to break. When we come back, Wendy Rex, the national sales manager for Bugatti, Porsche, Lotus, Lightest, Cutters, and Accessories, she's going to come on tell us all about the different things she has. And uh, we have a brand-new cigar to try that we haven't tried before. Uh, just in time for Halloween, we'll bring that on and lots more. And we're so- also going to discuss how the uh, government is going to be coming after your purchases online. So you better start watching uh, you yourself. Guys that, that buy online. Absolutely. You've got to be careful of this because uh, there's this things going on there, very disturbing uh, things that the government's trying to poke their head into what you're buying online. It's gross. It's gross, and it's getting worse. So uh, 10 days away from Election Day, elect them out of office. Elect these bums out of office. How dare them do it before the election? Craziest thing. So we're going to let you know and maybe uh, help you make that decision. So stick around, everybody. We'll return in just minutes. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is Victor Vitale from the Cigar Agency Global. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock. Two Guys Rock. With a billion choices, it's Another reason 
could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's Stogie Heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Two Guys Rock. Two Guys Rock. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. 
Mr. Jonathan here from the Cigar Authority. Every Saturday morning during my preparation for the radio show, I head over to visit my friend Scott and Moe's Italian Sandwiches here in Salem, New Hampshire. Scott makes my sandwich fresh right when I order it and makes it exactly how I want it. When I'm running too late to visit Scott in person, I simply pick up the phone and call 603-912-5336 and Scott delivers it to me himself. Delivery is free and is available every day. Moe's is located right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at 5 Kelly Road. The next time you are hungry or need to feed your son's football team, please do me a personal favor and call my good friend Scott, 603-912-5336 and tell him that Mr. Jonathan sent you. Remember, you can't say no to a mo. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Go, The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about. Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. We're going to see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? We are back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And uh, I'm going to put my uh, licorice stick, black licorice stick down, the Frank Herrera biography right now. It's time to light up a new cigar. Um, We are, it's Halloween time over here, uh, all across the United States. And we are going to light up... um, Pete Johnson has an annual monster series that he's come out with. It's got to be four years or so, right? Uh, Jonathan, please pass that over there. There we go. Um, This is his new monster, and uh, he has made 666 boxes, I believe. Uh, Dress boxes, and then there were 1,300 of the, uh, I'm sorry, 2,100 regular boxes. Okay. This is the Tatuaje Halloween 2012 number five. This is the fifth edition. It's all here. This is a box of 10 they have the dress boxes, which are uh, boxes of 13. This year was the mummy, and it was a uh, mummy's coffin. Yeah, it looked like a coffin. And um, that went to the lucky 13 uh, folks that are out there. And little, uh, other than that, uh, small amounts scattered without. This is a very, very sought-after thing that he comes out with. Each blend is very different from year to year. This year, it looks like a Churchill-sized cigar, maybe about a 48 ring gauge, 7 by 48, just like a guess uh, in my hand. I'll let yeah. you know differently. No, that's... Sounds right, and it's an unfinished foot. Unfinished foot. So the draw on this is going to be a little tight right off the bat as you light it, and you'll be able to pull through the, the unfinished foot, and it'll open up. The reason why he says it's going to be a, a tight drawer is it's closed at the bottom, so it's really not a tight draw, and the first draw you taste is going to be all wrapper, so it's going to be different on the first draw than it will be on the others. Papin Garcia out of Nicaragua uh, makes all Pete Johnson Tatuaje cigars. This is something new, different. We've never smoked it before. And uh, here we go. I'm going to uh, use a Lotus lighter and uh, give this a little clip and a While taste. While you do that, I'm going to let everyone know you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. We are the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and the world that is always broadcast on location right from a cigar shop. In this case, Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashville, New Hampshire. And we are the only radio show 
that we don't just allow smoking, we insist upon smoking. All the people here in the shop are lighting up and they're enjoying our, a, a cigar right along with us, which is the best way to listen to the show. They're lighting up because you're talking. That's why they're lighting That's up. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you make me lose my place. Okay. It's the only thing he has to say each week. It's it, and I mess it up every single time. That's it, so. Uh, so you can part listen. Of your charm. It is. You can always catch us live on thecigarauthority.com. And if you happen to miss a show, which is a shame, if you don't catch it live, you can always tune into the podcast on demand right on iTunes. Any of your i products, set it and forget it. And boom. There we go. Uh, with us today in this segment is Wendy Rex. She's the national sales manager of Lotus. Porsche, Vertigo, Black Label, lots of accessories and promotions. Welcome aboard, Wendy. Thank you for having me today. Thank you for coming. Where are you from? Detroit. 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 Is that the Windy City? No, that's um, Detroit. That, what's the Chicago. one? Chicago. Chicago's <laughs> the Windy City. We're Motor City. The Motor City, right. Yeah. I get those two confused all the time. World Series Champion City. Interesting. Is that a prediction? I don't know. We don't follow we hockey. Don't pre- once, the, we don't, <laughs> once the Red Sox were out, we lose all interest in sports completely. Once we're out, and we're out. Better luck next year. I think. Did we come in last place? I believe so. Second to last. I'm a Cubs fan at heart. Oh yeah. So. Could I borrow Brett's lighter? <laughs> yes, we have to use the proper lighters and cutters today. You, you were mentioning, um, uh, Jonathan, that um, there is an un unfinished foot so you know usually i cut the cigar and then you take a pre-test light uh a pre-test draw you can't get much of a draw because of the unfinished foot so not a lot of taste happening there but i just uh lit the cigar up and uh early on i am shocked at how mild the cigar is Mm. have you tried this yet i have not very mild it's a limited it's a limited edition so instead of me trying it i let one of the uh, guys in the back try it yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. We don't, we don't get samples of this. You buy it or forget about it. Of course you buy it because uh, people uh, are on waiting lists and things in all the stores across the country to get a hold of the cigar. Um, it will be gone in, in, uh, in a matter of days and it will be over and we'll look forward to next year. And hopefully, Pete, if you're listening, hopefully next year we're one of the lucky retailers. It's never happened before. 0 for 5. <laughs> We buy a lot of cigars, and I now, can't believe 0 for 5, I can't win this lottery. Did you say that this cigar was based on the Boris Karloff character? Uh, Little known fact. Did I say it? He was the mummy in the, in the original movie, maybe? I don't know. I Boris don't know. Karloff, I know he was the old 1930s actor that it did all the horror movies. Boris Karloff, I thought, was Frankenstein, but you could be wrong, but okay. I'm could be reading the- it directly from Pete, so I... Okay. Would imagine that this is correct. Okay. Maybe not. No, then he would be right, and uh, that, that would be that. But when I hear you say something, I tend to think it's, it's wrong. I don't blame you. All I right. don't blame you at all. So, uh, anyway, back to lighters and cutters, because um, cigar accessories have, uh, as I said in the last uh, segment, that I've noticed as a retailer, and I've been doing this for 27 years, the quality of cigar lighters especially the cutters also, but especially on the lighter end, has actually dropped off, and there's this cheap stuff out there, and it breaks down all the time, and now we have premium over here uh, with Lotus for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what is the difference between a, a premium lighter? I know you obviously the price, but... It, Manufacturing, it's the quality of uh, components that are used within each product um, and, and where they're assembled and made. Okay. So you could have... 
lighters that are made all in one country. You can have lighters that have parts from various countries and are, are assembled. Um, it it just depends on where somebody will make a better ignition, say, yes, the in one country. Yes, the better. You know, the metal parts are better in another country. That's one thing about uh, our parent company, Integral Logistics, who you know manufactures the Lotus, the Black Label, the Vertigo the Porsche, we make sure that we're using the finest components for all of our lighters. And even if you have to get them from different places and yes. assemble them all together, yes. which is a costly thing to do, and instead of just that one person do it all to make it easier, you want a better product, and let's pick the best of each country and exactly. put them together, and here we get. As far as the, the brands go, what is your top line? It, it, the best, the most proud product. And that's a matter of ta- taste. And, and that's a matter a- of taste because I think what what you'll see is we've got various price points in our lines. So if you want to have the image of luxury, then you're going to want to go with one of our Porsche design lighters. If you know you're looking for the traditional cigar accessory, that would be the Lotus line. Um, our Black Label line is kind of a new line for us. We uh, introduced it last year, and our premier piece of that was the flat flame lighter, which you just tested out. And like you talked about earlier, it's the warming and toasting instead of the burning and singeing, which, you know, ruins the flavor of the cigar. Why why spend eight, ten bucks on a cigar just to to burn it and toast it? You know, when you can toast it and have the the full flavor come out at the beginning and and not waste any of it. So um, Black Label uh, was introduced with with the flat flame as its anchor piece but we also introduced other pieces in that line that have a great price point for everyone so you know the 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 flat flame that we introduced last year retails for about a hundred dollars um what's exciting is probably in december it's going to hit the retailers um but we have what is going to be called the flat flame too oh and that is going to be called the dictator and what we did is we took your kit kat gold bar I'll present yeah, yeah. day. <laughs> Great description, by the way. Yeah. And we uh, put, added a punch to the side of it. So we've got one that's going to be coming out that's going to be have the same patented technology of the flat flame, but it's going to have a fold-out cigar, cigar punch. It's going to have a fuel viewing window, which, as a, you know, yeah. a lighter owner, you, just, you don't want to be at that situation when you don't have that can of, of butane to refill. But they're um, compact and lightweight, so... That's really the, the great part. Yeah, but the same the exact flame is going to come out. Same ignition system, same, you know, same it's really, flame. It, it really is difficult when you don't have the window. I think a window should be in every single lighter because you really do want to check to see. What, the most important part really isn't whether or not you have fuel or don't have fuel. It's more when you fill it, did you fill it all the way? Because you can, you, once you get to know your lighter, a couple of fills, you know how long it takes. And you don't need the window so much to look at it to see how much is in there. But how many times have you misalign the valve and you go to push down and it doesn't fill and you you know you pump it a few times and you think it's full and you go and it's out of gas because you didn't have the window to check to make sure it was everybody's full. head's exactly. going up and down right everybody's head is going up because it, it's, it's happened to all of us <laughs> right so you need to end up seeing that it went in and it's full uh i have on lighters that i have taken i'm, I'm going somewhere that don't have that window on it i end up emptying the lighter out and refilling it because i'm i'm scared that it's going to happen because it's happened. So let me empty it out, make sure it's filled all the, all the way, and then you're wasting fuel all the time because you don't know if it was what was in there to begin with. I have such OCD. I have one lighter that doesn't have a window, and I did exactly that. I emptied it out, and I filled it 
and I wasn't sure I filled it. So to check to see if I filled it, I emptied it again <laughs> to see how much gas came out and hoped that I filled it again. It was a, I went through an entire can of gas with my OCD. <laughs> I had to just get rid of the lighter and, and go with one that has a window. So they, they, they had a winner here. Uh, the Black Label uh, lighter had a winner, and then they said, okay, what's missing? How do we make it even more so? So this year's version is the same lighter, but... With, with the extra with, things with on it. Thing, How yes. much feedback do you rely on from customers when it comes to uh, building out your, your accessory line and making them better? You could I, say none if you I, want. Oh, it's absolutely okay. I do. You know, I travel the country, and that's what I always ask my retailers. What would you like to see? What can I bring to you? What are you looking for? What don't you have that, you know, we can look at and design for you? And, you know, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of things about needing a, a, a lighter design for the golf course. So I think that's something that we might look at bringing out in the future. You know, I'm not a golfer, but last year we had a golf tournament, so I had to go on the golf course, and I use a regular soft flame lighter all the time because I smoke indoors all day long. And when I got out there on the golf course, which I should have done years ago to see what the problem was, but there it was. I was out there and could not light. I just could not light a cigar, and I said, we definitely need something. That's when you need something with some, some power to it. It's a windy day, and, and you're basically screwed. So when you say for the golf course, does it have like a ball washer built in? Not sure what it's going to have yet, but we're looking at I, it, I tried you know, this something back there. We have, I, I used that in the back room. Is, that was cool This as is hell. a new lighter that we're bringing out. It's available now. It's called the Genesis, and the, it's got a push-button ignition. It's got a, a dual flame, so we have the jet flame. And then it has a soft flame. And the, really, the only purpose of that soft flame is so when you're outside, you can see your flame. You can see the you know, flame going. Perfect for the golf course. It was awesome, and it's so cool looking. It's a push button like the ignition of an automobile. I mean, these things are sleek looking. they got lots of style to them, and it's something people want to carry around. Are, are you doing leather cases or anything that, that protect these things? Not or? at this time no? with the Lotus line, no. Uh, but awesome. I want to go back. We were talking about filling the lighters. Yeah. One of the biggest problems we see with, with, you know, accessories not working, lighters not working, is it's improper maintenance. And it's just like your car. You've got to, first of all, make sure you put good gas in it. Because right. if you don't use, you know, the, the triple refined plus uh, butane, you're going to gum up the, the gaskets and the hoses inside. Once that happens, you're not going to get a good light from it at right. all, if at all. Um, and just making sure that every time you fill that lighter, you're bleeding it. You turn it upside down, you empty every bit of... Butane that's still in there before you refill it to keep the air bubbles out. Because you don't want to blow those gaskets in small parts. I mean, you, you, you service your car, and that takes fuel. So sure. think of it like that and service your lighter. Exactly. I got a question for you that I've always wanted to ask with respect to bleeding. I'm not sure if I even sign up to bleeding yet. When you empty out the fuel from the lighter, what replaces the fuel in the tank? In order to have an action, you need to have an equal and opposite reaction. So you end up with a bubble. What's the bubble in the tank? He's saying like you, when you, look you at empty the, it out. Now something has to go in empty there. Or is there air in there? Have you created an air pocket now because you emptied it? Is there a vent or, that goes or is in? It, or is it a vacuum? It vacuumed it out, and there's actually nothing in there? There's not even air in there? I'm going to guess because it's a one-way valve. When you push it on, the stuff comes out or you open that hole up and now you're allowing stuff to go in, a vacuum has happened there's nothing in there, not even air. Right, because when you continue to push it down to see if there's any more butane coming out, nothing comes out. No air air comes out. out. So it's a vacuum and nothing comes out. A vacuum. Vacuum's out. All right. But that is, you know, 
maintaining that lighter. And also, you know, you guys take your lighters, put them right up on the foot, shove it in there, ashes fall in. Take right. a can of air. You go to you go to Office Depot and get sure. one of those cans of air. It's like duct tape. You got to have one of those. Yep. People air have, it out. People have come in uh, to a store, and this must happen to retailers across the country, with a handful of lighters, and they go, "Here, these don't work." Okay, give me a couple of seconds with this. And most of them, it's the can of air. You can of air. You bleed it out. Get rid of the old fuel that's in there, which we've seen everything from Zippo lighter fluid mm. inside lighters. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen it all. But anyway, you get everything you can out of it. You put good, clean fuel in there to begin with, refined, filtered fuel, not Ronson. You can't use Ronson. It's too gummy. It's too much whatever's in it. And then all of a sudden, you do it a couple of flicks, and the guy's had the lighter for 10 years. He goes, oh, my God. And you fix his 40 lighters, and you say, here you go. Exactly. Because That's people, it. for whatever reason. And then he reason, goes online and buys a cigar from someone yeah, else. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not that you're bitter. To, yeah. Not that you're bitter. <laughs> English refined fuel. You want Engli- you want it to be English. I've never heard that expression. English refined. It comes from the refineries in England. They have the best refineries for. Oh, nice. I've never heard that expression. So that your your fuel is from England. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is. The very same guy that complains that none of his ten lighters work. When they stop working, he buys a new lighter. Now, had he bought, but he doesn't throw it away. He saves it. But had he day. bought a more expensive lighter to begin with. Would he just not have all the trouble with his 10 lighters that don't work? No, eventually even a good light is going to do it. If you don't, she's telling you you have to take care of the lighter and you have to bleed it out and you have to clean. You fill it up with ash. It's ash like this. It, it goes out on me, let's say. I put it there. The ash falls inside the thing. You shake it. It's clogging it. It's clogging it. It's clogging it. Eventually the light is not going to work. The light, it does work, but you've got to clean it back out. Mm-hmm. And that's it. When you, you, he, uh, Jonathan's mentioned the air bubble that's in there. Somebody keeps refilling their lighter all the time. And the space between the butane gas and the nipple, in there, yeah. there's air. So you're putting a little bit of air every time you do it. So you refilled your lighter 20 times. You have that little bit of air 20 times in there. Now your tank doesn't fill all the way. Even if you have a window, you notice it only goes uh, uh, half way. The other half is air. And the lighter doesn't act right, so you have to bleed it out. It, it's so simple, but a regular person doesn't know this, and hopefully you're listening in here, you'd learn something. Only you, those of us with superpowers know it. You know what? I've ne- what's never been created is, how do you push on the bottom of a lighter to let the air out? And the answer is a pen, right? You it, could use a pen, yes. What else do you use? I use a miniature screwdriver. Okay. I have a little mini screwdriver set that I carry in my briefcase that... I use when I'm bleeding lighters. How about something attached to the lighter that would be the tool that's free? You You can have that. You can have that for free. (laughs) Thank you. You know what works great is if we've got some pipe lighters that have the tamps in them. Oh, so that would be the pipe camper that's built into some of the lighters. That's the answer. But I see all. People. I use bobby pins. I see people I just pull them right out of my hair. Wooden toothpicks they put in there, and then they pull the toothpick out, and the tip is gone from the yep. toothpick. It's in there. This, a pen. They'll stick the pen in there, and then the pen, the ink's pouring out because the pen thing uh, broke inside there, <laughs> mm-hmm. and people are sticking the weirdest things inside there. And uh, maybe there needs to be a little tool, and there's something you can sell or whatever, but. Um, the little screwdriver set works, but there's not a lot of guys carrying around little screwdriver sets with their stuff because we don't have pocketbooks and stuff. You guys, inside that pocketbook, I know there's a million things. There is. If there's I a ne- tape measure. <laughs> I don't doubt it. There's a tape measure. Just in case. You never know. You yeah. would not even believe how many times I pull out that tape measure. 
there's got to be some stuff in there. And, and, and all the women are carrying those big bags around, and I've carried my wife's before, and I'm like, what the heck is in here? I need that stuff. We're, we're just walking to the kitchen. You need to talk about just in case. It's carrying your tool, toolbox around. I am. So that's the I way am. it is. So th- that is an impressive lighter, and the price of the lighter that you went from one to two and you added the new things doesn't change the price at all. Or did it? Yes, the two, the two is going to be uh, retailing for higher price point. Okay, all it's right. It's going to be about $140 retail for that. Okay. As, I, as I'm flicking Wait. through this, I saw a little note of Mr. Jonathan. This is Brett's book, Mr. Jonathan's Trouble to Deal With, and he has <laughs> <laughs> serious issues. Whatever. I get that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I do. True story. And you enjoyed using the, the, the Lotus cutter there and the black label cutter. That, that uh, ignition the start one as cool as the Genesis was cool as yeah. heck. Yep. The, the cutter here, though, you really like the cutter. You said that the mechanism was smooth and whatnot. Yep. That's because it's a, got the spring tension system. It's a patented technology. All the stuff is and patented, And German right? steel. Most of it is, yeah. yes. Um, we won't, we're going to see stuff, lots no, of rip-offs. No, exactly. Oh. Not yet. No one, no one has taken it off, off of us yet, but okay. it's... In the, in the very copycat happen. industry, it well, is bound to happen. It is happening. You know, and if you look at what's going on with, with things in China and how uh, they're ripping off things with the same serial numbers. Yep. I mean, you Mr. heard about that? Mr. Romney's complaining exactly. about it big time. That's, yeah. They're cheating. That's what they're doing. That's how they're winning. They're cheating. How about a level playing field and we play by the same rules? Maybe the United States wins. That's, uh, we're not nice. getting a lot of politics, but don't forget to vote. We're 10 days away, folks. That's right. Uh, okay, so lots of stuff here. Lots of stuff. Great, you know, the color selections. We're coming out with some brighter colors and yet some of the traditional colors. You know, gold. Do a lot with pink? No. We, have a, we, we, did, we do have one pink lighter in our Lotus line. And then we have our, our entry-level line, which is the Vertigo line. We haven't even talked about that yet with price points from 10 to $30. So Vertigo is the, is the value end of it, mm-hmm. and the highest end would be Porsche? Porsche, yes. Porsche, mm-hmm. and Lotus and Black Label someplace in, in between. Exactly. So for Vertigo, for people that are into real value, what do we have here? Oh, we've got some great ones. We've Where are got... you at the front here? Yep. I have this big book. It's pretty cool. Everything's in here. Everything's in here. Including... Notes yeah. on Mr. Jones. Notes on, just, notes on right. different retailers. So, you know, we've got triple flames with punches for $30 all the way down to a triple flame that's, you know, $10. They've got different styles. Now, typically with lighters, I've noticed it's about $15 per jet when you get to the base model, and that, and that doesn't seem to be the case here. No. All right. No, we've got some that come together, you know, with great points. It's butterfly action on the lids. Different styles. I mean... Let's take it to the ladies here. Okay. Lighters should be, for men, should be what shoes are to women. You should never have to feel like you can't buy a lighter because we're never going to say no to a pair of shoes. Men Even should never say... Even though you say, have plenty. Exactly. Same thing's exactly. happened in my house, but okay. You know what? So, so buy yourself lighters. What's the difference? Interesting. What's the difference? Very interesting. Now, you said ladies with, uh, with shoes. I thought you were maybe going to say ladies lighters. I was trying to segue with the pink comment. Do you actually smoke cigars? I do occasionally. And what would be your favorite cigar if you had to just pick one or use someone who likes to sample the whole, uh, the whole store at some point? I, I like to sample. I, I uh, have a background selling wine in my past, and I like to think of cigar smoking as similar to wine drinking. You know, there's different flavor profiles, different times for different wines. I mean, you're not going to wake up in the morning and and drink a full-bodied Cabernet, you're going to start out with something lighter. And I think cigar smoking is, is, 
evolves the same way throughout your day. You start out with the lighter cigars in the morning, and then you evolve to your, you know, cigars after dinner. And it's the same way, you know. So that you went from the wine industry, and you see similarities. Oh, absolutely. And it's, you know, food, and it, it's funny because being in and out of cigar shops all the time, it's like people come in and be. I don't even know what 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 do I look for. First question I ask them is, if you're going to have dinner tonight, what do you want? Chicken, fish, steak. And once you know what their palate wants, you can kind of build and figure out what, what direction to steer them in. You know, are they going to have a, a, a light sauce on it, a cream sauce, a spicy sauce? And you can kind of figure out what their palate is asking for and put them into something that they're going to enjoy more so than... Yeah, that's how they should do their cigars, know. too. After exactly. dinner cigar, if you, went, if you went light, you kind of go light. You go heavy, you kind of go heavy. That's the easy way of doing it. It gets complicated as you get into the other things, but sure... Uh, as far as accessories go, is there dress lighters as opposed to your everyday knock around wearing jeans type of lighter? I, I think so. I yeah. think if you look at if you look at Do the you have a man card over there somewhere oh, that you'd like to forfeit with a question like that? I'm just that's asking. my kind of question. I, All right. But why? Yes, but why want, is he was asking about the pink lighters? Is that because he's that's interested? Be, that's I mean, because he's interested. You want the pink lighter? What to go with the pink phone? There's a story behind why I have a cover on my phone that's mm-hmm. pink. There's Just, a story. There is a story. There is a story. Yet to be told, it sounds like. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Whatever. I met his wife, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> doesn't mean anything. There's a name for that too, right? The make-believe wife. Oh, yeah, beard. Yeah, beard. That's what they tell me anyways. <laughs> there, there are different. I mean, there's, we do have lighters that you're going to want to carry, you know, when you're out outside and outdoorsy, but if you're going to put, your, put it in your pocket for a business meeting and take that out, you might want something a little bit dressier, so it just it I, depends I see on humidors in here, display cases. Um, how about uh, limited releases? Do you come out with something that's one time? We did just come out with our Cuban Vista collection. Okay. And that's part of our Lotus line, and what we did is we've um, got a limited edition collection of humidors, ashtrays, and a table lighter, and then a, a pocket lighter as well. Um, and they're um, old world Havana, Cuba style. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, 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 Do they have jet lighters aluminum. in uh, old world Cuba? Uh, excuse me? Do they have jet lighters in old world Cuba? No, they didn't have jet lighters. No. But <laughs> those, are those logos, are real logos from old brands, or are they kind of mocked up to look because it has that look for sure. With the, yeah, it's the hand-painted style of... Lithographed yes, uh, coin-looking... Yep, they are actually embossed on aluminum, and it's a German technology that we use for that. They're, um, it's a high-tech printing technology that we've used to get those embossed on the metal surface. On the humidor, on the lighters? The humidors and the lighters, yes. Yeah, beautiful, and then, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Five, so, different, five different styles. And it's not a sticker that's applied to it. It's actually on it's the... An, ma- it's on... Yeah, it's... It's, it's not coming it's off. It's put on there. It's, it's put on there well, yes. Yeah. It's very... That's well nice. Done. So, but they're... Um, this is radio, unfortunately. Number- It'd be nice if these people could see, see what I'm it. seeing. It's right. beautiful. Beautiful. Well, Q you just go to the cigarauthority.com, click on webcasts, 2012, and uh, you'll be able to see what we're seeing. Okay. Right. We'll get you some pictures to put up there for awesome you. Awesome stuff. Awesome. All right. Geez, Wendy, thank you so much for uh, jumping in last minute. No notice. And, uh, hey, anytime. Uh, that's how we roll here anyway. So this is Wendy Rex, National Sales Manager for Black Label, Lotus, Porsche, and Vertigo, Lighters, Cutters, Humidors. They got it all here. When we come back, uh, 
We are going to talk about events, promotions, and uh, special guests coming up. Uh, what's the best, best brands in the land? We're going to talk about that, too. So stick around, everybody. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is Eric Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are... Oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh yeah. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction draw and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro is now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good. But the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid. But I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything that's illegal. No, Cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke Cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke Cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. 
He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about Equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new Equilibrium cigars. Mm-hmm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new well-balanced Equilibrium cigars. Mm-hmm. Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new well-balanced and medium-bodied taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm-hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once, and you'll be back. Mmm. How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Mmm. You're incorrigible. Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. This is Todd Cumes from Villager Cigars North America, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. There's a value to that last one. Yes, there is. To, yes, Todd is not with Villager anymore. He jumped shipping, went with CLE Cigars. We're waiting on a new Villager rep here in the New England, but that's a good one to have, right? It is. That's life. That's and, uh, life. I would like to make a quick little shout out. Martin, that's Frank Sinatra. That is Frank. Uh, I'd like to make a little shout out to our boy Rudy. Who should be working, but he's listening to us, and thank you, Rudy. That's he might life. lose his job, but we appreciate it, Rudy. <laughs> but don't ask for any money when you lose the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're out of luck. So, um, internet sales are up across the country because... Of everything. Of everything, because people can avoid taxes. Evade. By, evade. Evade. How? Thank you. Because it is against the law. Well, it, it's, it, it's a little bit of a gray area because... One judge upheld a ruling that said uh, states cannot go after companies like Amazon if Amazon does not have a home base in the state that they're selling in. They have no home base. So they have no home base, so therefore they, they are exempt from having to pass taxes on the consumers. So just under that, by that fact, their prices are lower. So um, 
Some companies who want to sell their products online are in real trouble. Some Republican governors, in an effort to both boost brick-and-mortar sales in their state and dig the states out of debt... They want the cash. They want the cash. Of course. They are uh, trying to enrich their thinning state coffers, as it's worded, uh, are endorsing a tax that would be imposed on products sold online. According to the National Conference of State Legislators... Uh, well, states, legislators. Whatever that is, yeah. yeah. At least I didn't say uh, breast instead of best. I'm just throwing that out there. Hey, there was a girl here. <laughs> Something was on I my mind. pink phone. Yeah. <laughs> Breast Cancer Awareness Month. That's Whatever it. your excuse is. Uh, states could reap as much as $23 billion in new annual revenues. Absolutely. Um, but you, you not only have that the states want it, but you know the Kindle. Yes. Yep. Kindle uh, was being sold big time by Walmart. And Walmart pulled something uh, just two weeks ago, and they discontinued the Kindle. They discontinued it because their biggest rival, which is Amazon, makes the Kindle, and they said, we are not going to showcase your products any longer. So therefore, we're not carrying Kindle in any Walmart across the country, which is their number one seller of Kindle, not themselves. So you'll notice uh, Kindle uh, advertisements have gone through the roof. They have to try to find a place to sell them, so that's why you see that happen. Shame on Amazon for not seeing the big picture on this, if you allow Walmart to sell your product at the exact same price as what you're selling it online and the customer has to pay shipping, they're going to go to Walmart. Or in the case of where they they need to order it and they can't get out of work, you know, I work a lot, I can't always get to a regular shop. Sometimes I have to buy online, I'd rather not, but sometimes I have to, to be able to get the purchase done and I would pay a little extra for the convenience of it. They could have made a little bit more there and left it in Walmart and had the, the whole package. But instead, they tried to kill the golden goose, and they tried selling it cheaper online than what you could buy it in Walmart, a brick-and-mortar retail shop, happens to be the largest in the world, and end of story. Well, what's even worse that's going to happen here when it comes to cigars and things like that is the government is looking from state to state as things are uh, sent from one state, a tax-free state, uh, to them in a tax state. Listen, I'm a mail-order company myself. In a tax-free state, I'm telling you, not because I'm guessing. I know what the issues are, and people get it on their end in their tax state, tax-free from us or well, from anybody they buy. They from. are responsible to report it and pay taxes on Correct. it, and they choose not to. I thought it was based upon where their shipping address is, where they live. Yeah. So you buy cigars from New Hampshire in this case, and you live in, in New York. New York, seventy-five percent tax. Yeah. So you get the product, $100 box of cigars, you owe the government $75. But the government doesn't know it. But on your tax return, there is a line that says you buy product from other states. It actually says specifically do you buy products online at this point. Wait. That's what the line says. You're, you don't calculate that tax in there for them on their purchase? No. This is their responsibility to do. And I would never tell any other government from another state that has no jurisdiction over us mm. what you bought. But – they end up getting notification through UPS who divulged this information well, that a three-pound package went to so-and-so from. from a cigar company, and therefore you owe us, and they come up with a number. You owe us $1,000. Actually, One- the number's $50,000. They they're going back five years wow. through UPS records that they subpoenaed, and UPS co- has the money, and they could have fought it. They chose not they to. They chose to turn the documentation over to the state of Illinois, and so the wow. state of Illinois is going after these people for five years of back taxes, and they're assuming off the bat 
that you owe $50,000 and now it's up you, to you to prove you don't. Prove you don't. And huh. by doing that, this is a double-edged sword. because Which, which in the government is supposed to – you're innocent until proven guilty. It's correct. The opposite. They're starting at $50,000 and then the very second that you say, no, 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 it was only $1,000. Now they can levy a fine against you because you did not report the taxes for those five years. It's a double-edged sword. You're better off pleading the fifth and then – let them take you to court or yeah. do whatever because it, they, they're going to get you coming and going. Well, they're getting really strong. Chicago, uh, Illinois has just raised their tobacco tax. And more um, on the cigar end, more manufacturers, more uh, mail order companies are sending more product into that state. Yeah. And they're doing that obviously because they want the money, but they're also saving the retailer in there because um, more People in Illinois are not going to buy mail order because they're going to be forced to pay the tax anyway. They could do it for the convenient purposes and pay the same amount. Sure. Because, so it will only be about convenience. Mail order will be only about convenience, not about price, because you're going to have to pay the tax one way or the, and, or the other. I mean, if you live anywhere near a cigar shop, right. you should go in and support your local Absolutely. economy and buy the cigars that are there. Let's face it. The cigars online are not the same as what's in your brick-and-mortar retail shop, even if they have the same band. The, the online companies are doing the exact same thing that anybody would do that's dishonest. They are putting different cigars underneath the bands because that's what's cheaper. And the manufacturers are allowing it. They're we'll, completely allowing it. They're we'll, selling we'll them sell, bands, not cigars. Yeah, we'll sell you cheaper product. We'll sell our seconds. We'll sell the stuff that isn't moving. We'll sell it because they're saying, well, you, you're charging what retailer uh, $3 for the cigar. We'll give it to you for two like you want to pay. You think you're going to get the same cigar? You are not because they're not making the dollar on the cigar. How could they sell it to you for a dollar less? Sketchy. It's a a different product. There's no doubt about it. Listen, we're a big retailer. We've been offered that product. I mean, I can buy the inferior product if I choose to do it, but I have to look the retailer in the face. Mm. They might light the cigar in the store. At at an event last night? Yeah. uh, Two things happened. One of them was a gentleman said he refuses to buy online because if I give him a recommendation in the shop, he shops in the Seabrook store. Yeah. If I give him a recommendation in Seabrook and he takes it home and smokes it and does not like it, he can come back and have a conversation with me yes. about what right. my judgment was. Try he saying does that, that online, to the guy in India. He has no idea who he talked to, right. when he talked to him, whatever. He can't do it. Another gentleman who Joey, smokes. Joey from India. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's not your name. You know, I say that when these guys say, this is Joey speaking. I don't think so. It's not Joey. <laughs> uh, a gentleman uh, swore that, um, and I'll throw the name out there, that Tiamo is the greatest cigar since sliced bread. It isn't. But I, I had a talk with that guy, yeah. too. So this, this is the best cigar. It's the only cigar he buys and whatever. He can get it online, cheap, whatever. So um, we handed him a Garofalo cigar. Yeah. And the only reason he tried it was because he got to meet David Garofalo himself David tells him that it was his cigar, and then Nick Perdomo made it for him as his gift for the 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll try the cigar. And he came up afterwards and said, that was the best cigar I ever had. He never would have tried another cigar again because he was hooked on just lighting something on fire for the sake of lighting it on fire. <laughs> had no idea that cigars could taste good. Yeah. This was what cigars taste like for him because that was the first cigar he ever had. Missing the boat completely. He missed, he missed the whole however many years he'd been smoking. 15 years wow. smoking He Tiano's. missed. Man, I don't care if you like sirloin steak. It's your favorite thing. Can you eat it every day? And what happens after the 15 years of eating sirloin steak? 
every day, 365 days a year for 15 years. And, and not just sirloin steak, but you go and you search out and you find the cheapest sirloin steak yeah. <laughs> that you can find. At what point does that get old? If you put it in your mouth and you're buying the cheapest you possibly can and you put it in your mouth... Mm. Have some dignity for your own <laughs> right. sake. Get the fillet. Once right. in a while. I don't say you have to do it every time. <laughs> if there's something going in your mouth, you should be paying top dollar as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I'll tell you what cigar I'm hooked on right now, man, is that Atabee. Mm. You like the Atabee? Now, on last week's show... I said the Siglo is better, and it is, but I'm not spending $100 a stick. You can only buy them in the pack. They only made 2,000 of the, of the cigars, so really it's not... It's very cost prohibitive for me to buy them. So I can get the Atabees a lot less money, and it's very good. And I'll tell you, I'm smoking them every day right now. As you smoke a whole bunch of them, you can really appreciate oh, The fact that it, you don't get the buildup in your mouth, mm. it doesn't burn. There's no – afterwards, you know, 15 cigars I must have smoked on Friday alone, and then no problem. I didn't have a bad taste yeah. in my mouth the next day. I didn't feel like I was burnt out. Were you craving one the next day? Did you have that like, I need another one? Oh, yeah, I mean, they're just that good. It's like melts in your mouth. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. It's like butter. <laughs> it's like butter. Go back to this whole shipping thing or the tax thing for a second yeah. and online shopping because this is, this is baffling oh, right this now. This is going to happen, and it's not so much that it's going to happen to cigar people, and it is going to happen because we have a different tax nobody else has. Right. Tax on cigars. But they, well, want, they want to get Amazon. You're talking billions and billions and billions of dollars. Not the lousy $200 million in cigars. It's the billions. North Carolina is trying to force Amazon to give up detailed customer data. Texas started that the this state whole thing. It's could privacy. used to link buyers to specific products. Now here's a, a it's, it's not a privacy thing. It is. He, Jonathan said it was tax avoidance. Right. It's tax evasion. You are evading the tax. And you're actually breaking the law and not doing it. So what's their fix? Because what they're doing right now is a Band-Aid to go after all these consumers and try to you know, get money for the back The answer taxes. would be they're to gonna, say to gonna... Amazon, you have to tax based on the X rate. I would say you know, make it 10% across the board no, or whatever. It but should be based upon the state. Each state is different, and they should have to pay a tax within each state maybe. And they should uh, be able to determine or, that by your shipping address. Or somebody's going to create a new law and say the internet tax is no. 10%. No matter what state, and then there'll be some states that, because even sales tax is different within within each state. You got Massachusetts at six point some five odd number, yeah. yeah, and well, then you have New Hampshire at zero, right? Um, so, if it would be an international tax, and you shipped it to New Hampshire, and say the international tax was ten percent, New Hampshire people would pay ten percent, which they would say, "I'm not buying online. I'm going to the store and save ten percent." Right. That's good for the state. Yeah. If they ended up shipping into the state, that's good for the state. It's good either way. Yeah, so now, it becomes the win-win or the, or the loss for the consumer. But he's – right now he's not doing a, a legal thing. I mean he is – it's against the law and he almost can't get caught, you would think, because I would never give up my, my uh, ever. names and addresses never. ever no. to the government. But UPS would and they're the ones that know what I, who I ship to because I have no choice. The uh, – American Civil Liberties Union, who I have very little use for, they're uh, essentially useless. It's a, it's a wasteful organization, are actually on the right side on this one, in my opinion. They are saying uh, they actually, with Amazon, took the case to court, and they won a small victory uh, against North Carolina. And the judge presiding over the case said that uh, there was, North Carolina has no legitimate need for the details about what books, music, 
movies or any of the other stuff that right. customers purchased on uh, the site. That, that, you know, that's some, something too. It's none of your business what I'm reading or whatever. Right. That's Big Brother. Some serious stuff happening there. I agree. And that's why you can't go, you can't try to retrofix this. You've got to be able to put a policy in place that does from now forward. And not that I'm well, a right fan. now they're just trying to scare people. It's a scare tactic that's going on, but it'll, it'll set the precedence to say this is what we got to do. I would go all the way to Supreme Court if I sure. was one of the guys that had to pay a dollar in tax and say, well, let's go to the Supreme Court with this one. Let's take it. And it will, and, and somebody's going to end up doing that, and uh, there will be a law eventually. This is why it's important. This is why this is one of the most important elections. We've got judges that could be appointed. Mm-hmm. Right. We want to make sure that the judges appointed have your best interest at heart, where – I mean, you can say what you want about both candidates, and they're both certainly flawed, but uh, Romney, from a business background, is going to have the the business side of running the country at heart. You know what? You may end up, in some cases, paying a little bit more. You might end up paying a little bit less, but the the reality is Romney's going at it for the common good, and uh, Obama is going at it based on how he's going to be able to get the votes from lower-income people. He's pandering to the least common denominator, lowest common denominator, people that otherwise wouldn't even vote. Right. They're not going to own property. They want to be able to live off the teat of the United States, and it, it, it's unacceptable. We're smoking the Tatuaje Halloween Monster Series. We haven't talked about it much. I am shocked at how mild this cigar yeah. is. I'm, I'm actually blown away myself. Pete Johnson? It's very this subtle. Is the, this is the mildest, I, do, I think, ever. I would say Cabawan was his mildest cigar. Before this, this is even milder than the original Cabawan. The TAA exclusive is in the same ballpark as this, the, the latest one. Um, that one has a little sweeter flavor. This is a little drier. Um, Dry is a good word. Yeah, it's not a, um, it's not a box press. It's, it's round. If I tasted this blind, I didn't see what band it was, I would have never came up with Don Papin Garcia no. or Tatuaje. Uh, band on this at all. Not to say it's a bad cigar. Actually, I like it. And um, I'm happy that they're coming out with different things. I'm actually wondering if this is going to get negative play in the blogosphere because it's not a powerhouse. It's not a powerhouse. It doesn't have that, that uh, peppery, uh, citrusy One of our employees of- that I let, I'll leave him nameless in case he hates that I'm mentioning him, but uh, I let him smoke it because it is limited and we try not to smoke the limited stuff, but one of us has to. And so I said, yeah, go ahead. And uh, he smoked it and didn't care for it. Terry? I told you, I'm not going to say. Oh. So he didn't care for it, and the reason is because it's oh, not it's a powerhouse. Eric. Oh, it's Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play you in poker someday. I'll kick you. <laughs> no problem. Uh, I just said I didn't want to say it. You can say it all you like. Well, I'll say nothing. I wasn't here, so I don't know, but okay. uh, it was my bell. I think I got it. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I, I, I like it, and I like that it's different than, than other ones because I expect the same. They, they have a certain taste profile that they always have. This is something different. It's awesome. There's something else. And it gives, you know what? It gives a smoker that normally wouldn't enjoy a Tatuai an opportunity to smoke uh, something that has a lot of hype behind the name. True. And, uh, you know, certain manufacturers, they have a signature taste that their cigars have because that's what they like. And it's in, in one aspect, you know what you're getting before you get it, but his limited release, and you don't know what you're going to get. Remember he came out with that one a couple of years ago. Um, you buy an advance, la, 
it was really, really expensive. It was like thirty dollars, and you save it for a year. And we smoked it with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember what you're La talking Verte, about. La Verte, love. Yep. Um, Something like that. That was a very, very different cigar. Unfortunately, it had no legs and it went nowhere. Um, maybe because of the price or whatever. But it, what was it? La Verte. And um, it did not taste like Pete Johnson cigars. And it was, blo- it was bloggers blended. and stuff did not like it. It was blended specifically to be aged for an X amount of time. It said right on the sticker, right on the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not smoke this. Mm. Well, Age I waited it. a year. I aged them. I waited a year, and then I tried it again. And it was a good cigar going. It was a good cigar after a year. Neither of them tasted like what you would expect Pete Johnson's cigar to taste like. This does not taste like what Pete Johnson's cigar I would have expected right. it to taste like. And I, th- I bet the blogosphere is going to say something along the lines of the packaging was what you expected, and the hype was what you expected, but then the flavor just isn't there, which isn't true. It's not they the, just don't. It, it is there. It's yeah, a, it's they, a different taste. actual flavors there. It's not just overpowering Lajero that needs to sit and, and rest for a couple of years. So they, they, it's different tobacco. I don't know. Did you get, get you a get blend? A, yeah, you get a flavor? You got a blend, too? I do have a blend. Give me one second. Um, while, you, while you're looking at that, I'll tell you, uh, we, we mentioned the, uh, the, the biggest election of all time coming up. We are having a cigar dinner um, on election night. It is uh, Tuesday, November 6th uh, at Salvatore's Restaurant in Lawrence. The food is phenomenal over there. We're going to have an elegant five-course dinner um, with Davidoff. Three super premium Davidoff cigars, big screen TV to view the results. Uh, we will mix and mingle with Republicans and Democrats alike and celebrate either way when the results come in because that night we are all Americans and all cigar smokers. Tickets are $100 if you want to go. It will be a great time. And uh, instead of sitting home by yourself and watching the election and getting frustrated, get frustrated with us. Yeah, we'll all be swearing yeah. like Frank Herrera. It's fine. This, is, uh, this blend is a modified black label blend featuring a Nicaraguan sun-grown wrapper and Nicaraguan fillers and binders. Now, I remember the black label blend, which was very potent. And it was kind of an ugly cigar. And this is aesthetically beautiful, the wrapper. I do not see that at all. Um, hmm. And I do remember that cigar. It was in the jar, in the black jar. Do you remember that cigar? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, you do. I do. Um, maybe what I tasted before, but this is um, this is uh, medium bodied at best. It's remained consistent. Yeah. Same taste. Yep. Same, Same. It's good. Uh, the icing from German chocolate cake. There's a little bit of coconut. There's a little bit of sweetness. A little bit of caramel. It's the icing from German chocolate cake. Nothing at all on that. I don't have you even had coconut, nothing? Have you even had German chocolate cake? Before? I'm sure. I've eaten all kinds of cake. Look at me. Have I had German chocolate <laughs> cake? What do you think? If you were to guess, I would say yes. <laughs> but I'd also say you probably have had so much cake that you wouldn't be able to tell what it is. I not only had my cake, I ate it too. Because why would you want any cake if you couldn't eat it? I'm what would be the sense of that? If you retrohale this a little bit, did that same. Caramel, coconut, sweet. It, it's dry, like you said. That's a, has a dramatic amount of dryness to it. Uh, like the aftertaste of a dry wine. That kind of dry. Yeah. You know how... You, you, you I don't know about that. You smoke a dab of cigar and it's actually wet. Yeah. This is actually dry tasting. Yeah. Dry, but my mouth waters. Ginger ale. You're ginger absolutely ale. 100% wrong. Ginger ale. There is no ginger in this at all. 
it, not ginger, it's ginger ale, which is not real ginger, this is ginger ale. This tastes like ginger ale. I buy my ginger ale at Whole Foods, so there's real ginger ale. Of course you it. do. But have a regular ginger ale. This is ginger ale. So you're tasting sodium benazate. It, that, that little dry, that's happening in, in, in ginger ale. Chuck, ginger ale? You've lost it. What? You've lost it. No, You've I gone th- off the deep end. I got it. There is a hint of ginger ale. The beverage. You, what you just did was you drank the Kool-Aid that he mixed. He took a little sample he and said, here, the authority, Chuck, my friend. Chuck, drink this. And you just went. No, you're just mad because nobody tastes German chocolate cake with coconut on it. Because you're both wrong. It. That's fine. That's all right. Rudy will smoke the cigar and he'll email me and he'll say, it's German chocolate cake. They're both wrong. Ginger ale. Um, new cigars hitting the shelves this week. Lots of new stuff coming in. Very excited about Headley Grange. Yes. The cigar you can actually hear. <laughs> Do you hear the marketing of, of Headley Grange? No. Headley Grange is a song by... Uh, come on, Mr. Music Man. Come on, Mr. Is Jonathan. Is Pink Floyd? Is my DJ. No, it's not Pink Floyd. Help me out, Matt. Uh, Led Zeppelin? Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Yes. Uh, it's a song by Led Zeppelin, and they played the song to Ernesto Carrillo in the Dominican Republic and said, make us a cigar... That tastes like this sounds. Like Eric Hansen brought a vodka bottle over and handed it to Hinky Kellner and said, make Cameron Sickle taste like this. That's, that's a taste. They brought music and said, make a cigar taste like this, this sounds. sounds. Craziest thing I've ever heard. I heard that the rollers all have little uh, earbuds yeah. and they listen to the song on repeat. All day long while they roll it. They all know the words, although they don't speak English. There we go. Also, uh, Rare and Find. Alec Bradley's Rare and Find that came or out. Or Fine and Rare, however fine you want to put it. That's better. Alec Bradley's Fine and Rare. Hit the shelves. We have it here. And uh, My Uzi Weighs a Ton finally came over to Cigar Size. I can smoke. Hang on. Called ba- Baitfish. Baitfish, baby. So that's out there, too. So uh, there you have it. Those are the newest things that are hitting cigar shelves across the country right now. I leave tomorrow for the Dominican Republic. Next week, I'll come back and tell you all about that. I can't and wait. So uh, don't forget to uh, get ready to vote. Get make the right choices, yeah, right? Make, make the vote happen. Uh, next week, um, I'm going to come back with the uh, stories of the Dominican Republic, uh, but also... Um, we're looking not for contenders for the election. We're looking for contenders for the cigar of the year. This is the time we start to discuss what the best cigars were of the year because the new stuff has come in. That's right. We're going to start deciding and compilating the contenders for the cigar of the year. We'll talk about we'll that. We'll also go over uh, December's issue of Cigar Aficionado before it comes out. We'll talk about what their top-rated stuff is. We hope. Yes, we will. So, for Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison, I'm David Garofalo. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And you actually did learn nothing else today, so just do this for me. Keep the lid end out of your mouth. Hi, Chuck Morrison here for Desperado Cigars. You know, the economy is down. You hear it all the time. But what can you do about it? Well, not much if you ask me, but you can save a little scratch on your cigars if you're that desperate. Now, I'm no desperate man, but I can still enjoy a Desperado cigar. In this economy, you can still find a cigar that you can cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. Desperado cigars are imported from the fine Dominican Republic and priced for just about a dollar a smoke. Shoot, you can't beat that with a stick. They'll keep the bugs away and your old lady, too. Desperado cigars. They taste fine and smoke well. Desperado Cigars. 
lowest priced national brand in the land. I'm Chuck Morrison for Desperado Cigars. Don't forget to turn off the lights. Try to save some money around here. You hear? tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars... You can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. Choices. Stop. 